Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I don't know if you know who you are, but Jesus sure does. Uh, today, we are going to touch on for a moment your identity. Let's get into it. All right, guys, we are uh, back in action here. Got Joe with us. Hey, guys. Uh, hope your week's been going well. Uh, it's off to a good start at the very least. But Joe, how's your uh, how's your week been? Yeah, off my to week's you? my week's been uh, busy. I'm going uh, to Haiti soon, uh, so that's cool. Um, gonna be gone for like ten days. Now your sister has been in Haiti for how long? Oh, I'm not good with years, but multiple years. My parents and your parents and yeah. my sister and my sister is now getting married in Haiti. So it is a destination wedding in Haiti. Nice. Uh, so excited about that. Uh, but it's just my wife and I and my siblings going. And so it will be, um, it'll be cool. But I'm leaving my boy. So, um, but it's all good. They'll be with grandma. So yeah. <laughs> grandma, there's nothing, nothing better than grandma's house. But you, you just got, uh, you're back at work. You just got off, vac- off vacation, vacation, right? You yep. went hunting, doing a bunch of things, or I know you went hunting recently. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, did a bunch of stuff, you know, fun things like put sprinklers in the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great but, vacation. But no, uh, something I love getting to do every year, uh, it's accidentally become a tradition with my boys. Uh, we go out every year for opening day, uh, and we hunt together. We're bird hunters, right? Um, what kind of birds? Upland game. Canaries? Can, yeah. Can, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, dove, <laughs> hopefully quail soon, duck, right? It's a ton of fun weird but it's fun um but just got back and had a great time and what was neat that i mean the time with the boys is always really cool especially the years they've matured Uh, my youngest son he used to not our deal in our family is uh, you can't hunt until you're responsible enough to save up enough money to buy yourself a gun right um and so our youngest son used to go with us and just, he'd help us go find the birds after he they couldn't came shoot down. Because... He wasn't allowed to hunt because uh, <laughs> you need to be responsible enough to be trusted with a firearm out in the wilderness. Man, life lessons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they've done it. I'm so proud of both my boys. Um, That's an achievement in itself, man. Those are such good and life skills and life lessons to learn. Huge milestones yeah. for them. Really proud of them as a dad. And... Just watching them, my first son kind of pioneered that way. My second son was only like a year behind him and did a phenomenal job. Got to go to the class with them together. But this moment of hunting, unintentionally, but I think it's going to be an anchor for us that I hope, no matter how old they get when they have their family, I don't care if they live in Wyoming, dude, I'm coming back on this date because I hunt with my dad every year. That's what we do. It's not necessarily about the hunting, right? It's just about being with each other and being... You know, you, you have a common thing that you're going to do, Yep. but it's just being with your boys. Like. You spend a lot more time together than you do pulling the trigger. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Hopefully you get, you get some birds, but... <laughs> we had a, but we had a very successful year. That's cool. Uh, or hunt, a uh, very fun time. Um, but some, this one was very unique in that uh, there's a guy who comes, he's been so kind to let us stay at his house. He has a house down on the river and takes us out on his boat to go intertubing and, and whatever. He's just so, so, so kind. Uh, I look up to him for a lot of reasons, not just because of his generosity, but uh, he's a little bit older than I am. He's been involved in the church way longer than I have, and just been a really good example of uh, someone not on staff anywhere, but just faithful at church, faithful to his family, 
uh, generous with what God's given him, hard worker. Uh, and I, one of the nights we were down on our hunting trip, uh, I asked him, I was like, hey, Mitch, um, any tips on raising teenagers, right? My boys <laughs> right now, they're 16 and 14. And half joking, half like, I want to hear, because uh, yeah. he's done this a couple times. He's had boys and girls. And he, he laughed, and he's like, no, not really, you know? <laughs> uh, I'm like, oh, man. I was, I was waiting for this, like, so awesome this, yeah. glimmer of hope. But what was neat the next morning uh, he and I were out kind of like just standing out there drinking coffee and he brought up, he's like, Hey, I, I haven't answered your question. And I honestly had forgotten my question. Okay, what question? <laughs> like, what, what are you talking about? And, uh, he gave me some advice on raising teenagers. It was really good. Um, but what was neat is it led into a second set of conversations and I remember asking him, like, okay, I got a question that you can't answer. And he started laughing. Like, it's, it's an unanswerable question, I think, but I'm going to ask you anyways. And, and I've always wrestled myself in, I feel like a relatively driven person. Um, I don't know if it's fair to, to say you're ambitious of yourself, but I feel like I am at times. There's a lot I just want to go and tackle and do and accomplish and experience. And I would agree. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm like, dude, let's go. Like, we'll figure it out on the way. Just get in the car. Yeah. And, and, you know, in getting older, there's even like just income or jobs or ministry opportunities. And like, do you, do you pursue and make those things happen versus being content? And so my question to him was simply, uh, where's the line between being ambitious and being content? And I talk myself down off of the ambition into contentment all the time, but or is it complacency? Yeah. And I really just um, love. The, he responded with two things. He was able to answer the he, unanswerable. He questions. really <laughs> did. He brought some. He definitely shined a light into the darkness for me. And you know, he laughed and he thought for a minute, but. He said, you know, the first thing is always checking your motive. Yep. And I thought, that is the simplest and yet most profound thing for me in the moment. Like, what do you want? Why do you want to go do that thing? It wasn't even what is the thing. It was what's driving you to do it. If it is, let's say you, I want to go make a million dollars. And we actually talked about this, like... A, a secret life goal of mine, I highly doubt it's going to happen. I'd love to own four houses so that when I die, I can leave one house to each kid. Yeah. Be now, here's what's your motive for that? Because the Bible says a wise man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. And it's not because I want a bunch of money. I want to be able to do what the Bible says and bless my kids when I mm. die. Mm. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to do that or not. But if the motive to be rich is right, fame and glory and success, things, things, and your identity is in you know having five hundred dollars shoes or whatever. Yeah. Um. So just that statement on motive, like, dude, what's your what's your reason for being driven to want to do this? Yeah. Do you do you that that for me? It's like you can almost uh, when I think of motive. And when I think about my motives on things, sometimes I feel like I can 
even deceive myself, I guess, if that makes sense. Uh, like, am I really being truthful with what my motive is, I guess? Or am I trying to justify my mode, you know, the things I want and just, you know, like create a motive that I know yeah. is right? <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, and it's this like wheel of insanity. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like oh, I can't get off it. Like, uh, my motives are pure, but wait, am I just pretending that my motives are pure so I can get what I want yep, and then yep. therefore it's impure? <laughs> like, oh. Uh, and I know a lot of people, like, has that always kind of been a dynamic at times for you? Well, I, it's, it's, it's something that as I, I pursue things in life and, you know, try to chase after whatever I'm, you know, whatever opportunity or projects that I'm working on for work or whatever it is, I do ask myself what my motive is. And I, I really, it's, it's who for me, especially as a believer and someone like that, cares more what the Lord has to say. Like I asked the Lord, Lord, search me, know my ways, right? I guess. Uh, but it is uh, uh, a constant thing, like where I, I feel like I can deceive myself into, we, we justify things all the time as people, right? So like, am I going to justify the what I want, you know, and, and make it, you know, a righteous thing when yep. it's maybe not? I know a, a fun way for me to check my motives, and maybe I'm just way too ignorant of my own self, but... Bible says God puts it in us to will and to do for his good pleasure. Yep, yep. So while our hearts are deceitful and wicked, God also puts those desires in our hearts. And pretty quickly, like, why do I want to do this? Is it because if I can't be happy without fill in the blank, yeah. I can't be happy unless I have a boat. I can't be happy unless I get to go to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Dude, your motive's terrible. You're trying to find joy and satisfaction in worldly things. Now, if it's, dude, I, I want to make more money to provide for my family. That is a godly attribute. Yeah. Like dads provide, parents work. Like that's how it is. Uh, there's nothing selfish about that or wrong. Yep. yep. Do you think those things though in itself can be consuming? Uh, <laughs> so that's, and I know we've talked about this and probably in another episode should go way down this because you can strive for yep. things. I think yep. that's a word you've used before that resonates with me of making something happen in your timing, mm -hmm. right? That That's a, an exhausting way to live. Um, well, and I, I think maybe, and it is, that is a deep subject and maybe not for this podcast, but when we talk about motive and you're asking me, like, is that something I deal with? I think when I really search my heart for motive, it's, it's that, that question, like when I take an audit of where my thoughts are and what am I chasing? Like, what am I constantly like, um, there's a strive or a scheming to try to accomplish, you know, X, Y, and Z or whatever it is, or am I really like pursuing the Lord? Um, and because, and, and being faithful and obedient with the things that the Lord has given me, I don't think it's wrong to, to have, to have things in this world. Like I, the Lord has made this awesome earth, you know, like for us to enjoy and there's awesome things about it. Uh, but, uh, it's kind of the, for me, my motive is always, wh what am I prioritizing in my life? That's the way I can gauge, I guess, my motives. Yeah. Like what is, wh what are the priorities in my life? Is I, am I, every waking moment, just checking out my stocks, you know, like, you know, to see how much they've gone up or down, you know, yep. is it ruining my day? <laughs> yeah. No, th so how much is it consuming your mind? Yep. Right. That's a great way to check your motives. Yep. Like, dude, I, I'm all about all the time. Like, yeah. Okay. That's got too much of your attention. Um, and then 
can you be happy if it doesn't work out? Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then is it selfish or is it not selfish? Yep. For me, if I can check those boxes, like green light, man, I'm jumping. Let's yep. go. And then I to go along with that, and this maybe leads us to where we're going, I, I, I like for personalities, because some personalities might not have that like like what you just like ready, let's go. Or you have someone that might be like me or even more so of like, hey, let me calculate this and like come up with a plan and and like, you know, paralysis by analysis type thing, right? That is the second thing he said. And this one, like the first one was like enlightening. The second one like blew my mind. And this is going to be sad for probably everyone to be like, David, you need to grow up. (laughs) (laughs) I think that every day. (laughs) I'm just joking. I know. Um, there's this like, so is motive. Hey, if your motive's pure, right? The Bible says to the pure, all things are pure. Yep. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, I think we always walk around like we're defeated. Like, no, we're not. We're victorious in yep. Christ. We're free in Christ. Like, let's do this. The second thing he said, and I guess theologically I knew this, but it opened up my mind and really called me down in a big way. And this was this. This is what he said. He said, you know... I've always just believed that, you know, God's creator, yes, he created everything, the heavens and the the universe mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the trees and the butterflies and you and I. Like, yep. He's like, well, in creating everything, he created your personality. So to not be okay with your personality is to suggest that God messed up when he created you. And so just be okay with who you are in the Lord. And I spent the next like forty eight hours just like <laughs> not laying down you just like, sat wow. there, like, <laughs> like but it was a like the freedom I had like okay yep now I'm free yep. to like try and conquer the world as long as my motives are right yeah but then the second response what I realized was this like man that means people who aren't ambitious that's okay too yeah like. Sometimes you can think, you know, oh, a, a real person, a real person of faith or a real man or whatever is an ambitious person. Like, no, dude, no. Yeah. Like, hard no. Yep. If someone's not, don't try and make them. Yeah. If someone is, don't try and stop them. Does that, that make sense? I don't know. No, I, I think, well, one, it's, I mean, God is God is all about diversity. I mean, we look at it everywhere, right? There's, you know, I was talking to someone about this and there's like, how many different types of beetles there are. (laughs) Like there's, there's like tens of thousands of different, different kinds of beetles and God, you know, why did God do that? He didn't have to do that. He could have made like 10 and then like, okay, we're good. But he, he makes us all different and, and there's beauty in that. And there's a reason for that. And there's purpose behind that. And there's finding rest in that, I guess as well, knowing that like, yes, God has created me a certain way. I've had to, to, Really, I mean that for me. Um, some people come to me, man, like you're like you're just so confident or whatever, and it's like not this self conjured confidence that I'm like I don't even think about it a lot of the time um, until like, I go like what it is what is it? It's like I try to care more about what the Lord thinks about me than what people think about me. So it's not confidence; it's I'm secure who I am in Christ. Yeah, yeah. And I think Mitch's statement of like, dude. Your personality's okay. It's, yeah. It's not a... The Lord created you. Yeah. Like, like be okay yeah. with it. <laughs> Completely. Uh, have you ever taken any of those, like, 
there's the Enneagram, right? Which I know half of you guys are going to, yeah. your hair is going to light on fire right now. Yep. But just the personality tests in general, have you ever done any yeah, of those? Yeah, I've taken a lot of the, the personality tests. The Enneagrams, I, you know, I, I, I don't, I might've taken it, but I don't know anything about it really. But the personality test, I'm always intrigued by it. And, you know, it's like a, what? 50 different questions you're answering and you're like, am I answering this truthful or not? Like, I don't know. Like I'm just going, but, and it's, it, for me, it's, it's interesting how accurate it can be sometimes. Um, and then sometimes it's way off base or, or whatever, but, uh, yeah, like they're, they're interesting, but I've also noticed how mine is, uh, and not, they hold a lot of weight. But as I've developed as a person as well, my answers change too. <laughs> like, oh, interesting. I think personality can and should change uh, at some level, right? And uh, that needs to be, uh, for it to change in the right direction, I think it needs to be navigated by the Lord. And so it's being refined. By refined and sanctified, yeah. right? If we wanted to get all Christianese about it. <laughs> so have you ever done those personality tests? And I've done a couple... Again, I can't remember. You don't know what yours was? Mine, I remember I took this one classification as like entrepreneur. I was like, well, if anyone that knows me, they, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's. Uh, well, it's funny. Half the time they tell you something about yourself you actually already knew. Yeah. Yep. It's like, oh, cool. Uh, to me, it's like, I don't know. It's just like a preview to movies. Like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> I, but I'm not going to build my life on it. Absolutely. You should not build your life on it. <laughs> and I think that's where people get real messed up. And I'm curious. I remember there's one you texted me like five or six years ago. You did and like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I did it. And it gave you like this cartoon character and told you. That's the one. You yeah. Remember that? Okay. yeah, that's the one. I don't remember what I was. I was like a mountain climber, entrepreneur Ex- guy. Entrepreneur. <laughs> I, I can't, I was an explorer or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. But I remember thinking like, man, Joe's is way cooler. <laughs> and <laughs> I did have a cool one. I was pretty happy about it. No, it Maybe that's awesome. why I liked it. <laughs> And, uh, but in that you can see your personality and be like, ah, oh, I wish I was more like that person. Or I wish I was more like, oh man, yeah, me. well, we compare ourselves all the time. It's a, it's, it's, it's human nature. I think, uh, the, the bad human nature, yeah. <laughs> right. Sinful human nature. And, uh, I mean, I, I still do it all the time and I have to check myself. I don't know. Um, for you, has it gotten easier to not compare yourself? Oh uh, yeah, through the years. Like, um, I mean, there's certain things about me. I think we'll die. We have our sin nature, so there yeah. will be forever things I'd like to see myself get better at um, or have less of. Yeah, but generally speaking, uh, especially even just you know weeks ago, Mitch was like this thing. I'm like, dude, I'm so good in who I am because to not be okay in who I am means to suggest that God messed up. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is what I know. God's awesome, yep. and in his holiness, he's perfect. So all I need to do is keep that under control yeah. Under in Christ. I, And that's where we can go, you know, seeing those personalities in Christ. Yeah. You can be ambitious, but you're not allowed to step on people and be deceitful in order to climb the corporate ladder and be like, that's just my personality. Yeah, I think it can be ambitious. I also think it can be the other way too, where we, uh, where you're just like, I'm a shy person, and uh, that's just my personality. And and m- maybe you're n- not a shy person necessarily. Maybe like you just have been hurt a bunch of times too by people, and now you have these walls. Who knows? Like, it, I mean, you know, it can. The spectrum is is wide when it comes to to these things, and that might that's not necessarily even your personality. That's just things that have happened to you that that you know, 
I don't know. I, I personality is such a big word, right? Like, and there can be um, we should like there's so many, so much weight behind it, behind it. But I think like we we try to justify things in our life and and say it's just my personality, right? Yep. I don't like I don't care. It, I like. Uh, I kill still and cheat because it's my personality. Like, I don't know. Like, no, that's wrong. Stop it. Yep. Well, I love that. even what you said. This is awesome. You know, if you are a more docile person, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. As long as you're not using it as an excuse not to step out in faith. Yep. Or not to be obedient to the Lord. Uh, and, and taking your personality and crucifying the sin pieces of it. Uh, and really taking every thought captive. That's what 2 Corinthians 10, 5, hmm. casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. This is bringing every thought into the captivity to the obedience of Christ. And it's like, okay, you can be wild and crazy under the confines of what God says is okay. You can be docile and gentle under the restraint yeah. of like what's okay. Yep. Um, man, that word obedience too. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, into the captivity to the obedience of Christ. Um, and it's 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 really to sum it up. It's it's finding your identity in the Lord and and who 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 God has created you to be and what He has for you, and letting that be the driving force for for whatever it is in your life. Um, um, him being the driving force, yeah, right? Uh, because it's uh, man. It's and it's it's taking those thoughts captive. What is that? But you mean that's a you know that stirs up. What's the practical side of, of taking those thoughts captive? What does that mean? Um, I know, <laughs> that's man. A good question. On the spot. No, it's it's good though. Uh, I think practically, you know, when you're about to react to anything, mm. taking that natural response or natural reaction and just asking. Is God okay with that? Uh, I think we say, does it glorify the Lord, right? But that's kind of Christianese talk. Yeah. Uh, the simpler way, like, does my response honor God? If it's a response of cowardice, no. If it's a response of aggression, no. It can be, you know, excited. It can be, again, that word ambitious, we're probably throwing around too much. Um, it can be driven, but while you're doing it, does it honor the name of Christ? Mm. And so taking any time I have, and I mean, it happens all day long, all day long, respond to a person, respond to an email, respond to an opportunity, respond to a vacation I want to go on, respond to a business I want to start, yeah. respond to ministry. Is my attitude and my motive being lived out in a way where God would say, I'm proud of that, that yes, you can yeah. put my name on that. Yeah, to add on to that, I know something for me is is um, whether it's something I'm pursuing or just any of I mean, really anything. Proverbs three five through six. I know this is a common verse, but it's a life verse that I think about a lot. And and when I think about my thoughts, and my motives, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. So a lot of times, my own understanding is wrong. Yeah. And, and whether that's uh, my thoughts about certain things. So then also. Uh, and this could be work-related, this could be relational, this could be just uh, whatever it is, um, and and really go, Lord, give me understanding into this. But, man, in, in all your ways, acknowledge God. And it's like, acknowledge that He is God, 
that he is the king and he is the Lord and that you need to submit under him. And that's our job. And through that, uh, everything that we do, heart, do everything heartily as unto the Lord and not unto man, right? Colossians 3.23. Yeah, and I right. think just all those things are taking every thought captive, right? You're, you're, you're saying, okay, I want, um, I want to pursue that million dollars and I'm going to do everything it takes. Okay, Lord, is that what you want me to do? Is that what you have for me? Is that what you're calling me to do? Is that what's in front of me to do anyways? Yep. Um, and so, and, and a lot of that we get lost. I mean, uh, I find myself getting lost in, um, and thinking too far ahead, you know, and things and, and be, being ambitious. I don't know if you deal with that or, or just trying to like, I need to be it, you know, I'm, I'm here and I need to get to point B or whatever. <laughs> yes. Uh, I know for myself, I usually know where I am and where I want to be and build like the straightest road possible to get there. <laughs> and then the drive part sets in of like, I'm going to make this happen. Yeah. And God's like, yeah, not by strength, not by might. Right. That's But knowing you through the years, like it's something I admire because it's not something that is, is, is my personality naturally. Like it's something that I can go, man, that is just natural to David. He is going to bulldoze through any wall that's there. And I admire that. And I love that God created you that way. And just like, you know, and it has to be tempered by the Lord and the Lord will temper it and use it and use it for his kingdom. And that's like finding rest in that. Yeah. Um, it, I, it's such a beautiful thing. And and in the same way, I have to look at my life of like how the Lord has created me to do things because I might find <laughs> what's the path of least resistance <laughs> instead yeah. of going through those walls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I think that tempered word is perfect. Um, my daughter rides horses. Yeah. It's crazy. She started when she was so young. I mean, I think she was like eight or nine on the back of a full oh, that's crazy. blown like I've ridden a horse, horse once and that's freaked me out. And I mean, I'm talking like she does cow sorting, like cattle sorting. So she gets, she takes a horse into a pen with a bunch of full grown cows and bosses them all around. That weigh like thousands Dude. of tons more than her. But isn't it amazing that it's just with couple little pieces of leather, the reins, and at the tap from a left foot or a right foot, the horse responds. All the power, all this ability. All but, the personality. But it's subjected <laughs> to an authority. Yeah. And I think so often there's this like drive for me, like, ah, I'm going to run wild. And the Lord's like, yeah, I'm going to pull on your reins. And I cannot tell you, I've never regretted the times I've been able to be obedient to the Holy Spirit, you know. Uh, but talking about it, and all this, the diversity, even in the Bible, like you said a couple minutes ago, there's so much diversity in the Bible. Uh, Timothy's told in the second letter that he got from mm -hmm. Paul, Paul's mm -hmm. saying like, hey, Timothy, and he's revealing about himself. I am a preacher and an apostle and a teacher, and he spells out what he is. But there's things Paul wasn't. Uh, but Paul was okay being who he was. Like, well, yeah, that's because he was an apostle. Like, no, man, he just was comfortable in... Yep. who he was. Yep. And 1 Corinthians 12, uh, if you guys aren't familiar with it, go read 1 Corinthians 12. This awesome, like, dueling dynamics of not looking down on people because of who they aren't. He says, look, if you're not an I, right, and he <laughs> compares the body, like the glorious parts from the non-glorious parts. And it, for people in the body that maybe are more seen or, or louder and, and whatever, <laughs> um, they walk into a room and just everyone looks at them. 
don't look down on people who are in the shadows. Like, don't you dare look down on those who are docile and gentle. And then he turns around and says, all those guys in the shadows, they're sitting there like, I wish I was that guy. Knock it off. Yeah. Like, you can't say you don't belong because you're not the head. Like, everyone's woven together the way it's supposed to be. Yep. Uh, and not to keep bringing it up, but man, when Mitch was just like, I think God created everything, including your personality. Wise when he used the body of Christ, right? And when he uses the body as an example, uh, but it's a, uh, you know, you don't, you know, when we look at the body, you know, you might see the exterior stuff. You see the eyes, the nose, the ears, these big pieces of the body, right? Which you look at in the mirror. Yeah, but you look at in the mirror, <laughs> but what you don't see is the lungs, right? Like that are moving in and out, that are breathing. The the liver, like I don't, like you don't fill your liver. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have a liver, it's like doing something. <laughs> but if you don't have a liver, you die. Yeah. And it's a critical part, right? Um, and, and it's just, I mean, you, you just meditate on what, like all of that because it's just such an awesome thing to think about how the, the Lord does that. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, uh, it, what's, it, I just did a study on this personally and, and, and we've talked about it, but even that, like it took a while for you to kind of even, I mean, you had this in, interaction with Mitch, what, like Dude, co- weeks, ago. weeks ago and you sat there for 48 hours thinking about it. And still <laughs> talking about it. I'm still talking about it. But it was like, there's, it didn't, you know, it takes time, right? It, it It's like there's a journey that the Lord has has us on. You yeah. know, there's a race that the Lord has given us to to run, and He is faithful to to do that and teach us lessons. And it's almost just resting in the day to day too, because we want sometimes we want to be like we said from point A to point B. We want to be so far. We want our personality to just be different or or change or or whatever it is. And I think there's sometimes we just need to rest in the Lord and let, you know, totally. cast it off to him. But yeah, don't use your, your personality as an excuse for sin. Yep. Right. Oh, I'm just a quick tempered person. Eh, it doesn't give you a right to be mean. To yeah. You. I'm just a lazy person. Yeah. No, no. you, you can't be lazy. Dude, it's a sin. Crucify, <laughs> yeah. nail it to I, the cross. My per- I just like to sleep in. It's my personality. You're like, well, sorry. Like <laughs> that's a sin. Like with all with all of this stuff, um, for you guys that are listening in, and I, I pray being challenged and encouraged, but the take who you are, yep. just for a minute, if you haven't done this, take who you are and line it up with the word of God. And whatever part doesn't fit through the mold, like shave it off. Uh, if that's laziness, if it's overly aggressive, if it's every anything, anything that just doesn't honor Christ, that's the stuff we let go of. We, we're sanctified out of. Everything else is fine. You just need to be okay with who you are in the Lord. Honor God in how you do what you do. Uh, understand those differences and enjoy the life God gave you. Live it out. But any, any, amen and amen. Amen. <laughs> just live in Christ, man. And don't build your life on a personality test. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah. You can be bored and find out you're a, uh, Explorer adventure, but uh, on the word of God. Good that's night. Yes, on the solid rock let I the, stand. Let the word of God show you where your personality is. Underground yep. is sinking sand. Amen. Amen. Woo. All right, guys. Uh, take care. Whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord and not to men. See you guys. Peace.